but right now to talk all things baseball, we're very happy to welcome on to the program a uh, baseball writer at CBS Sports. His name is Mike Axisa. Axisa, I mess it up every time, Mike. I'm sorry. I just butchered your name, and that's like the third time I've done it in this show. It's all right. I've been... I've been dealing with it since I was a kid. <laughs> it's uh, at least I realize that I do it, so uh, so we'll go forward with that. Uh, news of the day, and you know, news in air quotes, I guess, because it's not huge news. But there was a uh, there was a contingent of Brewers fans who were very loud on social media that really wanted the Brewers to sign Tyler Chatwood. He ends up going to the Cubs. Is that going to have much of an impact? Do you think in the National League Central? It could. I think, uh, you know, coming into the offseason, Chadwood was someone that, that a lot of people really identified as, uh, as someone who could be a bit of a bargain, is maybe undervalued. And I feel like uh, there was so much talk about him being undervalued that he got overvalued, that people started to overdo it. And I mean, the fact of the matter is the guy is, has, he doesn't throw strikes. He walks a lot of batters. He's had two Tommy John surgeries, which is really, really kind of scary there. That's really risky. And, Chatwood, uh, there's a chance that he could be really good, but there's just so much risk there. I think it's a good deal for the Cubs. I don't think it's going to be something that'll completely change the outlook of the NL Central. They really needed pitching. They're betting on his age and hoping that he could do better away from away from Coors Field. I, I mean, yeah, it would have been nice to get him if you're the Brewers because you need pitching. I wouldn't really lose sleep over losing Tyler Chatwood. There's a lot of a lot of risk there. So, from a Brewers standpoint, they need starting pitching, and whether it's on the free agency market or whether it's making a move, is are, are you expecting a very busy winter meetings? Not just for the Brewers, obviously, but baseball overall. Is this going to be a fast and furious winter meetings? Yeah, I think so, and that's mostly because this offseason in general has been pretty slow so far. We yeah. really haven't seen really the last few days. Things have kind of started to pick up, and I don't know whether teams were waiting for Shohei Otani to figure out what he was going to do or if they were waiting on the Giancarlo Stanton trade or whatever it was. The offseason's been really slow, and so there's a lot of, well, really, basically every good free agent is still out there. Most of the top trade candidates, aside from D. Gordon, they all haven't been moved yet, so I think those guys are going to start to move. So I think next week is going to be going to be pretty busy. We're going to make up for all this these last few weeks of just nothing happening. You wrote about this the other day with Shohei Otani that there's some teams out there that don't like the way the process is going. Is Do you like the process? Is is this the best possible way to handle a posting system for an international player, or should the entire system be you know taken back to square one and they redo everything? You know, I think this is the best we could make the, poss- the, make the system possibly because the player now... It's almost a true free agency where he could negotiate with every team. Before, it was the whole system where teams had a bid on the players' negotiating rights, and he could only negotiate with that one team. At least now he has some say in it. You know, it's he only gets three weeks to negotiate, so he kind of has to rush through everything. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with the way this is going. This this seems perfectly reasonable to me. And I I read the thing about teams being upset about the way it's about the way it's playing out, and that just sounded like sour grapes to me. You know what? The teams are annoyed that he rolled them out early in the process, but he has every right to make that decision. I don't know. It just it seemed like teams were just complaining because, you know, they're just upset that they didn't get a chance to to woo the guy. But Otani, he's free to do whatever he wants here, and 
I don't see anything wrong with the way this is going at all. And if Major League Baseball's goal is to have the best players in the world playing in Major League Baseball, if you went to a system where it was more like the way you draft players and and and, and you know go through that system, guys would never leave you know overseas to come to the United States. That's the other side of this, right? If you, if you want to get these guys in Major League Baseball, you have to pay them enough money that they'll actually come. Right, and you know the last few times they've negotiated the posting system, Major League Baseball has found a way to make it cheaper for themselves. Every single time they negotiate this thing, the team in Japan that's losing the player is getting less and less money. So it's, it's not really fair to them. But for Major League Baseball, I mean, obviously they want the best players in the world, and you do have to sort of respect that Japan has their players and they should be compensated for them. And you can't just hoard all the best players from everybody else. You know, There has to be some fairness there. And, you know, I think... The system now is its not perfect, but it's probably the best thing they could do. At least the player has some say in it where he can pick what he wants to go. The team in Japan is not left hanging. They do get something in return. You know, maybe the process could be a little bit, uh, maybe don't give you guys three weeks to make a decision. Maybe stretch it out a little bit longer. Maybe that would help things. But otherwise, I mean, this is as good as it's going to get. We're talking right now with Mike Exisa from uh, CBS Sports. What's your gut tell you on Giancarlo Stanton? Giants, Cardinals, or an X-Factor team that comes in at the last moment? I still think it's going to end up being the Dodgers. I think they're just playing coy here. They're, they Stanton's first choice is the Dodgers. He's a Southern California kid. That's where he wants to go because they could, you know, not just going home, but they could help him win a World Series next year. I think that's certainly where he wants to go, and I feel like the Dodgers – they're just trying to play cool here. They don't want anybody to know they want him, but I think deep down they really do, and they know that we could get him. We're not going to have to pay, uh, give away our top prospects here because there's so much money involved with the contract. I just feel like it's only a matter of time until the Dodgers get serious here, and maybe that'll happen after Shohei Otani picks a team and they could kind of shift their focus. But I still feel like the Dodgers are going to sneak in at some point and make a play for him. If they don't, then I think it would be the Giants. Obviously, he wants to go to California. He doesn't sound too enthusiastic about going to the Cardinals. The Cardinals were, I don't know what their record was last year, but they were certainly better than the Giants. And it stands to reason they have a better chance to win this year. And I feel like if Stanton was enthusiastic about going to St. Louis, he probably would have accepted a trade already. seems like he's just waiting for the Dodgers to please get involved at some point. And, And if they don't, then he'll just settle for the Giants, I think. Do the Dodgers, if they do plan at some point in getting involved, are they do they send out a smoke signal? Is there an under the uh, table comment to the Stanton people saying, "Hey, hang tight on this and, and give us a little time"? You know, I think it, they might have already done that, and I don't know if they, I don't know how they would have done it, but I think maybe there's a little bit of a message there, like, "Look, we got to take care of the Shohei Otani thing first because the Dodgers would love to get Otani in Stanton, I think, and that's doable because Otani's not going to make much money." I think maybe now they're focused a little bit much on Otani just because there's a firm deadline there. He has to be signed by the 22nd. You know, you can't really waste time there. they got to do that. And I think, you know, Stanton's in control here. He doesn't really have to go anywhere because there's no trade clause. And as far as he's concerned, what difference does it make if he gets traded today or if he gets traded a month from now? You know, he's in control here. And I think he understands that the longer I wait, the more likely it is the Dodgers get involved and, I think that's kind of what he's waiting for right now. Otherwise, I think he would have accepted a trade and it would have been done already. How active do you think David Stearns and the Brewers are going to be at the winter meetings? I think they're going to be pretty active. I think the Brewers are kind of a sleeper pick to make a, a play for one of the big free agent starters here, either Darvish or Arietta. Uh, you know, I, I think they're, 
last year, or well, this past season, the Brewers, I like them coming into the season, and they'd be even better than I thought they would be. I feel like they arrived maybe a year sooner than a lot of people expected, and they still have some really good prospects coming. It's a team that's definitely on the rise, and I think if you look at the NL Central, the Cubs aren't maybe, don't look as invincible as they did a year ago. You know, the Cardinals are not great, and the Pirates are haven't been good for two years now. That's a winnable division. At the very least, you could see them contending for a postseason spot next year. So I think there's a maybe some urgency to go out. Let's go out, make a big impact. Let's get the starting pitcher we need, get a great starting pitcher, not just a number four or five starter. We've got some money to spend. So I think there's some there's a sense of really wanting to do something. And, you know, if it doesn't happen next week at the winter meetings, I think it'll happen at some point this offseason where they go out and get, like, an impact pitcher. Starting a free agency is easiest because that's just money. And I do think the Brewers are going to do something pretty interesting this offseason and, and really kind of, to take a real step forward next season to contend. And here's what I'm most interested with them because David Stern seems very disciplined in his approach. They value players at a certain number, and he doesn't seem to come too far off that number. Well, when you have high profile pitchers and there's a bidding war, every organization kind of comes off their number to to pay a guy more than they originally assessed him being valued at. What? How do you see that rub going? Stern's a guy who doesn't seem to want to come off what uh, what he thinks guys are worth, but then also being able to go out and acquire a high level pitcher. Yeah, that's that's usually how most teams kind of play things early in the offseason. We we have our sit number. This is we're not gonna go beyond this, but if you're gonna get a free agent, any team that signs a free agent, they kinda have to go beyond what they're comfortable what they were planning to go beyond. And uh, I think at some point the GM you just kinda say, Look, we gotta go for it. We're gonna have to pay a little bit more than we expected, but at least we're gonna get our guy and you know, if they go out and if they sign Jake Arietta or whatever it is, you know, that that's a big help for your team and you know, the difference between, especially where the Brewers sit right now, where you kind of say they're on the bubble of making the postseason or not, you know, if you get that impact pitcher and he puts you over the top, that's a huge difference. You're going to start talking about the team making postseason money. It's a huge difference there. And it could be worth just saying, look, we're going to give this guy $10 million more than we thought we were. And, you know, it, it'll end up paying itself off, I think. All right, last question for you. We're talking with uh, Mike Axisa from CBS Sports. Give me a name that's not kind of publicly out there on the trade block that you think there's a pretty high chance or at least a legitimate possibility that they could get moved during the winter meetings. I think Marcelo Zuna with the Marlins, and I know all the focus is on Stanton. I know D. Gordon got traded today, but I feel like at some point next week a smart team is going to swoop in to get Ozuna, who is not as good as Stanton, but he's really, really good in his own. He's only under control for two more seasons, so it's not a huge contract, but he's a really good player. You know, there are plenty of teams out there that need outfield top. You know, I was kind of looking around at teams that could make a push for Ozuna, and the Blue Jays really stood out to me. I feel like we're all kind of talking about Stanton, and we all know the Marlins are just trying to unload payroll, and I feel like Ozuna is someone who's he's going to end up making 10 or $12 million next season, and that's a lot of money to the Marlins. His value is really high right now, and I think a lot of teams would be uh, – some smart teams would really kind of just say, you know what, forget about the $290 million on Stan's contract. Let's get Ozuna instead, and I think he'll be moved next week. He is Mike Axisa. You can follow him on Twitter at Mike A-X-I-S-A. That's how you spell Axisa. And uh, read him at uh, CBSSports.com. Mike, great stuff. Appreciate the time, and hopefully we can get you on again in the future. Sure. Happy to come on.